2: right back. The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the all-local. Good morning, I'm Margie Schaefer. I'm Eric Thomas. Here's what's happening.
0: As we've been reporting, the death toll from the devastating earthquake in Turkey is now more than 5,000 people, and more victims are being discovered every hour. KCBS's Matt Bigler joins us live
3: with the latest, Matt. Eric, rescue crews are rushing to the earthquake disaster zone along the Turkish-Syrian border, but they've been delayed by a severe snowstorm.
2: People have been trying to, you know, um, rescue themselves and their families by themselves with their bare hands. Uh, and it's extremely cold right now uh, in most of the um, um, earthquakes uh, sites
3: Gozda goes Okose with the International Mesopotamia News Agency in Ankara, Turkey. She says, in some cases rescue crews are being met with anger from survivors frustrated by the government's slow response to the disaster and the fact that so many relatively new buildings collapsed in the shaking. The death toll is now over 5,000, but o- Okose says crews haven't even started looking under all that rubble.
2: Earthquake experts um, say that there'll be Around 20,000, maybe more. That's.
3: Some 17,000 people died in Turkey's last major earthquake in 1999. That did lead to changes in seismic safety standards, but some Turks say government corruption has allowed corners to be cut and those codes are not being enforced. If you'd like to help with the rescue and recovery effort, we have links to ways to donate at kcbsradio.com. Reporting live, Matt Bigler, KCBS.
4: Thank you, Matt. Meanwhile, California leaders are hoping the earthquakes act as an urgent reminder about the potential of similar disasters in the Bay Area. KCBS's Jade Hernandez reports.
1: For Humboldt County residents, recovery is still an ongoing process after December 6.4 quake, which shook in the middle of the night. Ferndale supervisor estimated at the time only one out of 20 people in the area had earthquake insurance. California's Insurance Commissioner Ricardo Lara says the quake in Turkey and Syria is a signal to act if you haven't already.
0: We are seeing the, the devastating effects of the earthquake in Turkey. It's a great reminder to look at your earthquake policy.
1: Senator Alex Padilla agrees.
0: When it comes to natural disasters, Uh, It's uh, something that people around the world, California is no exception, uh, experience.
1: Commissioner Lotto points to his office and staff as helpers on the ground for information regarding earthquake insurance.
0: Uh, And if you don't have one, please consider uh, there are very affordable options for earthquake insurance. And our staff, of course, can help um, make sense of all this.
1: If you'd like to contact the California Department of Insurance, you can log on to insurance.ca. Gov. Jade Hernandez, KCBS.
0: In his State of the Union address today, President Biden is expected to touch on the latest slew of mass shootings and the role big tech plays when it comes to our privacy and kids. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges has details and joins us in this live report. Jennifer?
2: Eric, the president will use the address to target big tech and the way personal data is collected. He's also expected to touch on the latest round of violence in our country. So it's been devastating, to be honest. It's personal. It's really concerning. Alice Lindsmeyer is a board member with Alice in Half Moon Bay. Their executive director, Dr. Belinda Hernandez-Ariaga, will be attending the address as a guest of Congresswoman Anna Eshoo. Alas has been helping farm workers after the mass shooting. People came out and brought lunches to the workers at lunchtime and brought blankets. After the flooding that happened, et cetera, the first thing that the farm workers said was, No one sees us. And they are optimistic that the national spotlight could help change that. The hope is that out of this tragedy,
4: people will take better action for healthier conditions for housing and, and wages and mental health.
2: Now on the tech front, the president is expected to call on both parties to create new legislation to protect privacy. You can hear the State of the Union address live here on KCBS at 6 p.m. this evening. Reporting live, Jennifer Hodges, KCBS.
4: State regulators have found a batch of violations at Santa Clara County's main hospital in San Jose, according to documents obtained by the Bay Area News Group.
0: This this comes after a survey released in October revealed Santa Clara Valley Medical Center failed to protect and promote patients' rights, provide nursing services and create a quality assessment program. County officials say steps have been made towards correcting violations but if state regulators don't accept the corrections, Medicare reimbursements will end on April 25th. It's going to be a rough mission for the 80-person California search
4: and rescue team now being deployed to quake-ravage Turkey. As KCBS reporter Hall Holly Kwan tells us live the sheer numbers of deaths coupled with the harsh winter conditions make survivability slim. Holly? Margie, you can train to search piles of rubble for survivors, but actually being in a disaster zone, that changes you. This is going to be grim work. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they're going to probably one of the more difficult places in the world to do these types of rescues. Retired Menlo Park Fire Chief Harold Schapelhamman used to lead U.S. Search and Rescue Task Force 3 and was one of the founders of the National Search Program. This is probably more of a humanitarian aid assistance than it would be true rubble pile work, they'll do that, don't get me wrong. But, you know, they're coming in late in the game as it applies to the survivability clock. And then you've had three major earthquakes, not just one. You know, and the type of building construction that we're talking about is, you know, is very rudimentary. I mean, there's a lot of collapses just based upon Old-school buildings that, uh, that that just are going to fall down, collapse, and you know maybe you'll have some survivability, but more than likely it's going to be uh, hit or miss on that. But he's seen it happen when you think all is lost, and then a survivor is found because a team wouldn't give up digging. The L.A. based team includes rescuers, structural engineers, and canine teams, along with state-of-the-art listening equipment. Coming up at 8:20, we'll take a closer look at why so many structures collapse despite stepped-up building codes. Reporting live, Holly Kwan, KCBS. We've got a mild day on tap for your Tuesday. Sun and clouds, a mix of upper 50s and low 60s. A more noticeable warm-up further inland. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday look for low 60s in Oakland and San Francisco, mid-upper 60s for the North Bay and San Jose. Highs backing off for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We do have a slight chance of rain uh, for Friday into Saturday.
0: Rescue efforts continue in Turkey and Syria after that 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck yesterday with several big aftershocks for more on what made the damage from these quakes seem so excessive we're joined on the kcbs ring central Newsline by professor salim ali chair of the department of geography and spatial sciences at the university of delaware professor thanks for joining us this morning to discuss this so um, how is the infrastructure in the area where the quake hit was that uh, one of the reasons that there was so much widespread damage
5: Well, uh, certainly in Syria, the infrastructure was extremely dilapidated and they've had more than a decade of war that has undermined the integrity of buildings already. On the Turkish side, uh, there was an effort to try and improve the infrastructure about um, seven, eight years ago. They had had earlier earthquakes. Um, However, the magnitude of this earthquake was so large, you know, you're talking about 7.7 on the Richter scale, and for your listeners, it's important to note that the Richter scale is a logarithmic scale. So a difference of just one uh, unit between six and seven actually means that the the quake is 10 times bigger. So um, when you have such a large magnitude earthquake, there are limits to what you can do with physical concrete infrastructure in terms of making it steady.
4: And then beyond that, the area is having a lot of aftershocks, and we're looking at huge aftershocks as well. So this is increasing the damage.
5: Exactly, yes. So already one uh, shock can weaken a building, and then the aftershock can, you know, you reach a certain tipping point. It's sort of the proverbial, uh, uh, you know, the last uh, hair that breaks the camel's back kind of thing. So that um, the problem we are facing with these kinds of building design, especially these multi-story apartment buildings. And increasingly, people are saying we should be designing infrastructure uh, where people have more space uh, to to be able to maneuver uh, when this, this kind of event happens, uh, more outdoor-oriented living for where the temperature allowed. Certainly in Turkey, they couldn't have those kinds of uh, living conditions but um, uh, in in um, in many other climates, like in Indonesia, they're designing buildings where, um, you know, at night people can also have sort of veranda type of uh, infrastructure where they sleep outdoors under like a bamboo roof, so even if it collapses, you don't get killed by it.
0: You know, you mentioned Syria, a war-torn country and uh, one with you know, limited financial means. Uh, is that sort of the pattern here, that you'll see the greater death and destruction in countries with limited financial means?
5: Absolutely. I mean, the classic case is Haiti, just, you know, 100 miles from the U.S. shores. Uh, The earthquake that happened there over a decade ago, it killed 200,000 people. Uh, And a lot of those people died because of poverty, and they were living in these buildings which clearly did not have Um, the uh, stability that you would otherwise have. Uh, And so, yes, absolutely, poverty um, complicates matters, both in infrastructure, but also in terms of the post-disaster recovery, in terms of diseases which can spread in Haiti. You had cholera epidemics that spread after the earthquake. Uh, So poverty is absolutely a threat multiplier.
4: And, uh, Professor, can you talk about the prospect of liquefaction and explain what it is?
5: yes yeah, so the, you know liquefaction is under the building where you've got the the soil and uh, you've got this constant shaking so when you shake that that soil it it starts to behave almost like a liquid and so that makes the whole infrastructure base unstable and you could have a building that itself is well built but if the base is going to be you know moving around like jello then the thing's going to fall over potentially um, so, you know, th- those are the other additional kinds of challenges you do have. Japan has really perfected some techniques to deal with these things. They actually developed bases which themselves can move. Um, the Osaka Airport in Japan which withstood an enormous earthquake, the Kobe earthquake, because the entire airport building was made on pylons which could move. So if you had this kind of dynamic, The whole structure moved with it but that's very expensive you can't
0: do that everywhere all right professor thank you very much that's professor Salim Ali chair of the Department of Geography and Spatial Sciences at the University of Delaware
2: subscribe to the all local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24 7 by saying play KCBS radio